you've got competition now. Kids in the 90s didn't have that kind of competition graduating from college. You've got to compete. Your four-year degree has to compete against the kid down the street who's just been making money and doing Code Academy online for the last 10 years and already knows how to hack the network. You know, he's applying for the same computer science job that you're applying for, and you've been partying and getting a comp sci degree from a established university, and you don't know, you've never had a lick of work experience. The world is different. And I think it it, it like it has to be talked about. And colleges are pretending that what I'm saying is not the case because their product is being devalued actively as we go. And, and university education is becoming more uh, democratizing. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 57 of Business Therapy. This week, we're going to talk about uh, the value of a college degree. And I wanted to start by saying we have our, our friends of the podcast and our producers, uh, Mike and Max. They're going to join in the conversation because they've got a lot of passionate thoughts around this topic also. But as is the theme of business therapy, we're going to really just have an open and live conversation about this. And hopefully everyone who may have been thinking or questioning this topic on college education, the value of education, you know, they can join in and get hopefully some insight from our perspective. So with that, I think we'll just we'll just pitch the 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 topic of a college degree, I think, is the, the topic we wanted to talk about specifically. I have to start by saying, what is a college degree exactly? And I'm going to start by saying, I'm going to answer to the piece of paper that you would put in a frame and hang on your office wall or your kitchen, depending on you know who you are and what you like to show to your friends. And I would say the piece of paper is valueless. I'll start there. Now, obviously, we're going to have to talk about what is what do we mean when we say college education, college degree? What is the actual substance of that? So I'll, I'll lob that up first, just to make sure that we're all aligned and talking about the same thing here. Go ahead, John. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I see. I see you getting ready to I, go here. Well, I just say, <laughs> I, I, you know, like if, whether or not it's true value, you know, we could talk about, but there's definitely a value to the degree. I mean, annual return for somebody who gets a college degree is fifteen uh, percent or some some high number. So there's no question that that piece of paper has you know a value at least currently in a lot of people's minds in terms of what their earning potential is. So when we say like, what's the value of that piece of paper? Uh, let's let you know. Let's be specific. Well, that's what I wanted to, to talk about first, which is the piece of paper. Maybe we set a common ground here. The piece of paper, like you said, Jonathan, it equates to this, this, and that. But it's a proxy. It's basically your validation, maybe to an external party, that you have a a level of knowledge or capability that would be conferred by going to a four year university, for example. And one would say, I think the logic you're articulating is, if one was to attend and have that much education and capability that's implied by this piece of paper or this this con this conference, basically by an established institution, that they're worth more. And they typically get ROI on that. And I think to that, we agree, or at least well, I'm in agreement. With ironically, that. surveys show that most employers don't think that any that the paper is worth anything. Like everyone aligns around, we, they want that piece of paper, you know, or in a lot of jobs. But most, but I think it's like 90% of employers don't think anyone comes out of college with any degree where they have any skills relevant to anybody, you know, that, that they can contribute in any which way. So it's ironic. It's actually just the piece of paper in some ways that, that has a value because nobody thinks underlying it, you know, there's an education that's actually going to contribute to something. So for example, myself and Max went to the same university and it's widely known as like, it's a pretty good school. It's based in, in Toronto, Ontario. It's a, it's a massive school. It's got a couple really good programs in it. Um, and we both have our degrees from this institution. Let's say my degree was in film, okay? Now, a couple of years ago, I taught at an institution here in Toronto that was on top of a liquor store. And I say the institution that that degree hands out, is that worth the same as one similar to where we went, which is an accredited big, it's got 80,000 people. It's a massive university, right? When we talk about value and worth, does, first of all, does it, does it matter where it comes from? Like does the success of, does the, does the success of you with that degree, does it matter what institution or where it comes from? First so of all? you just hit the word. I think that that's the key success. Like what is success? Like, 
getting this degree is success for what? Like, how do you, how, what are we defining success as? And I think that's where, you know, Sam, like I think where you were going is the value of the education to the extent it's like somebody just went through the, 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 this, the process that they should go through to get to a certain point, you know, they'll hit success that this is oriented toward potentially, but eventually they'll be upset because they're not going to manifest in any which way other than what people are telling them to do. Like it's going to lead them on a path that says you should get a job like this. You should try earning as much as money, money as possible. You should, you know, et cetera. And, and then the second anyone starts breaking out of that mold or starts thinking for themselves, then, you know, that's not success any longer. Yeah. Well, and I'll, I'll come in because I came in hot by saying it's valueless, the piece of paper. So what we're talking <laughs> about is the value. And this is what, Mike, it, it kind of answers your question. What we're talking about, in my opinion, it's the value of a brand, basically. Yeah. It's the value. And we know we know in business that brands have value. And the value is people, when they associate a certain amount of consistent outcome with a particular brand or symbol, it allows you to just, you know, I don't have to talk to every single person on the street and assess how much education they have or how much capability they have when it comes to their schooling, because we have a proxy for that. And that's the brand of a college degree, either from a great institution or like a less well-ranked institution to your point. So the value in the actual degree or the institution or whatever is the value in how much you can assign to having a, a basically a quick way to assess somebody and how accurate it is. So to your point of, well, a good institution versus a bad institution, for example, how consistent is that brand or that degree or that piece of paper or whatever you want to you think about it as from this place or that place in terms of the accuracy of how it relates to somebody's actual knowledge, their actual capability, what they can actually do if you put them to the task or teach them new things. Are they coachable? Whatever it is. And I think that's that's a pretty variable thing. Yeah, well, I think part of it too is like the the value that you can get from a university, at least in, in retrospect. I had a friend who recently just went back to school at about 28 years old for an undergrad degree. And it's like, I think a lot of people kind of convolute success or failure on their degree and how they went to school, whether or not they're working in the field that they've went to study, right? For example, I was a geography major and then I went directly into a six or seven year career as a janitor when I graduated school. And it was like, well, you know, where's the value of all this money I put into this institution, et cetera. This obviously is, wasn't a very successful endeavor. And then <clears throat> I switched careers and now I'm using skills and, and leveraging friendships and everything that I made at school in this new endeavor. And it, it's kind of shed a new light of, of the, these universities and these schools. It's like a giant kind of network hub and the one advice piece of advice that i gave my friend who had just went back to school is is don't be so caught up on you know um executing and, and doing you know do well on your on your papers and everything like that but you're in room you're in rooms with experts in your field of interest every single day you know sit at the front of the classroom make these connections and and i think you can find success in that way through school if not directly through your, um, hey, I went to school for computer engineering. Now I'm a successful computer engineer. Um, if you view it through the lens of, of making connections, making friendships, I think there's a lot of indirect. I think there's a ton of value still to be found in the university degree, just maybe not in the direct A to B sense of, of this is what I learned. This is how I'm making a career for myself, you know? I think you've broken you know, two things there. One is the value of the brand is that is the network, you know, the alumni right. and also just the experience of being around people at a certain uh, capability level, you know, so, so there's, so there is a value to that, but the, the, the flip side of the, of the whole conversation is what you said about, I went to school for X, you know, for, for, you know, computer science or, or whatever it is. And you can roll that all the way back through, you know, nursery, like where everything's a comparison against a norm for everybody. And there are shoulds, like you should, you know, if you want to compare favorably or 
If you want to know if you're being successful in life, you go to the best college you can go to if you want to, you know, et cetera. And that's where everything goes wrong, you know, because the, the thought of deciding what I'm going to be for the rest of my life yeah. and that defines me or where I go defines me or anything like that. And all this should is why people wake up one day and they're successful, you know, and, and are very unhappy. So if you use the time in school to find what you're interested in, not what you should be doing, you know, it's amazing that people go like they're starting their college, their education and already it's, this is what you should be doing. Like, yeah. how would you know if you haven't acquired knowledge, you know? Yeah. So, so actually if you go to school for, you know, and you think you want to do geography and then find out you don't like it, that's successful to me because mm -hmm. now you're, you're that, that's not a waste of time. That's interesting. You know, like the problem is if you persevere, you know, through that, you know, and get to success, but don't well, like what you're doing. That's yeah. what happened to a friend. And, and it, it's an, I think it's an even bigger issue sometimes when that should comes from external sources, when that right. should comes from, yeah. oh, well, my mom says, hey, like, let's just cut the nonsense. Don't go do this program that I think I may be interested. Do something more practical where I can for sure get a job. When I, and then it's like, well, then now you're 28 going back to the start because you did the should. You followed the should. And then you woke up and said, this is brutal. This, this stinks. I'm going to go and actually, and then you have to go through that process again. So, yeah, I mean, it's an interesting thing. And, and even through, even in like high school, I remember being in high school and there was like this division between college courses, like college level English and university level English, right? And it was kind of like, well, no, hey, Max, yeah, you should be in the university courses, you know, like you kind of, and it was, it was one of these things where, no, 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 like the college courses, those are going to be like, you know, your tradesmen and stuff and they don't need to, but you're part of this group there. I, you know, I think you'll have fun if you go to university, et cetera. And it starts pretty early and then it sets people on that pathway of, well, I should. And truth be told, when I went to school, it was primarily to play football, but then it was also well, I guess this is just what you do. This is just, I guess, pick a course out of a hat, pick a pick a degree out of a hat, something you think you may be interested in, and and um, and just do what you should do because that's how things are set up. Now, I think there's, like I said, I still think there's a ton of value in in going through the process of going to like school. I just don't think it's direct to um, traditional things of what success is. Yeah, in the absence of knowing what to do, acquiring knowledge is always right. a good, you know. A good thing to do, but uh, there's this mindset of I'm preparing myself to live. Like I'm going through all these years of school, so then I could start my life. As opposed to this is my life. It's like it's crazy. This this mm -hmm. idea of like that's why this idea of advanced college class, you know, classes in high school. Like how fast can I get through all this? Like why would you want? It's like the the movie Click with Adam Sandler. Like don't fast forward through your life. Like this yeah. is like. This is the exciting part, you know, mm -hmm. where you're learning and your only responsibility is to find out what's interesting to you and what you like, you know? So it's, it's, it's an amazing uh, concept of like, I need to get started. Like, yeah. you really did. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. 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 I need but, to well, well, I was just going to say, and that's where, you know, the point about the degree, I'm still going to come back to the degree itself is kind of meaningless in a way that we, we attach all this stuff to it. But, but what Max and what we're all talking about, it's knowledge that's valuable, right? It's right. the actual building a network, putting in the building bonds with people who are also inclined to learn and to have a higher level of capability. The, everything that's baked into what the university degree represents is this idea. It, it kind of feeds into this entitlement piece where if I have a university degree, doors should be open for me. But the only reason we think that is because traditionally what we're trying to say is a university degree represents that you have acquired, you have spent the time doing this knowledge. Just like if you had a badge that said, I'm a nurse, and that was legitimate, right. people would assume that you're a nurse and you have that knowledge and skill and they would come to you. It's like an easier way to identify you as somebody who has a certain level of knowledge. And knowledge is what we care about. The college degree is going to be as worthless to anybody if you go to a place where they expect you to have a certain knowledge backed up by it and you prove very quickly you don't. Right. And it's just like it's discriminatory the other direction where you allow people who may have been very learned or very experienced or very capable who don't have this piece of paper or this this four year degree. And you won't even consider them because you haven't you don't have the time or you don't have the patience to actually assess their actual capability. Like anything, it's the degree itself is a tool. 
It's just like I mentioned earlier, I think it's a proxy. It's just supposed to be a representation of something, whether the substance behind it is real or not. You know, that's something that we still need to, to have what is important at hand and have processes that actually validate that somebody has this degree's worth of knowledge or not, because you can get a degree at many institutions with a lot of effort or very, very little mm. effort and you can retain or have nothing. So do you guys think that like I've got I've got first generation parents who when when I go home and I talk about my time at school and a degree and all of that, they look at it as the promised land. They look at it like, oh my God, you've got this degree. It's you've got the whole world open to you. But I feel like now as an adult, having gone through the system, I have to say, I have to tell them now, hey guys, it's not, it's not as maybe sexy as it was when you guys were going through school. Um, and I find that do you guys think that the marketing of university either needs to change or should maybe stop promising the guarantee of a better <laughs> future can, can let me just address the first part yeah, yeah. Uh, of that just that it's not the same as it was i think it's exactly the same in terms of like the reasons why it was the promised land was because you get on this known path to then achieve you know wealth or status or whatever it is that's all part of the should and it was in question i think that's why we have backlashes of generations now who are just totally the opposite. And like, it's all about me and what I want to do. And, you know, and, and the opposite, I think that's a reaction to all these years of, of this mill that's been created that we're all grinded out of, you know? So, so I, I, don't, I think what's changed is just people are a little bit more mindful now, you know, maybe mindful or not mindful the other way, but like, uh, um, you know, it's a question. And then I, I think, Sam, were you going to answer the, the, the question Mike asked? It's, I didn't mean to throw yeah, out. I was going to jump in and answer too. I mean, I'll I'll answer more. I I feel comfortable answering more directly and saying it is. I think it is different. I think it's different in the way that. Well, first of all, thirty years ago, let's say before internet, college was the only way to get a lot of this knowledge. It was the only way to actually pay Fair for enough. and immerse yourself in a context right. to get this level of access. And that's the generation our parents came from, which is if you don't go to college, the only knowledge you have access to is whatever job you get, flipping burgers, working in a restaurant, becoming like an electrician, vocational. <laughs> yeah, whatever you, you go to the library, yeah. like ask yeah. your friends what's going on. The world has changed and it's changed significantly. And I think universities aren't catching up. They are not catching up to the point of, you know, you can pretend that going to a university and getting a degree is the only way you can get capability. But we all know that's just not true. Like if you're diligent enough and you have the means, you can get on the internet where you have the entire history the annals of all human knowledge ever conceived, and you can absorb all the knowledge you want, all the experience you want. Mm -hmm. And that's the debate that we're having today. You go to a code academy, you go to Mike's weird studio above the, you know, the AIDS <laughs> clinic or whatever, you can get the knowledge. And if you can then prove you have the knowledge to the people who care, the knowledge is the knowledge. Now, yeah. the, the question of, is it gonna be harder to prove to people that you have the knowledge if they're looking for you to prove it quickly by having the degree? Yes, that might be a tougher conversation, but I do believe that conversation is changing. And I think if you're, your parents, Mike, that you're bringing up are saying like, you should have the world as your oyster, you've got competition now. Kids in the 90s didn't have that kind of competition graduating from college. Yeah. You've got to compete. Your four-year degree has to compete against the kid down the street who's just been making money and doing Code Academy online for the last 10 years and already knows how to hack the network. You know, He's applying for the same computer science job that you're applying for and you've been partying and getting a comp sci degree from a established university and you don't know, you've never had a lick of work experience. Mm -hmm. The world is different. And I think it, it, it like, it has to be talked about And colleges are pretending that what I'm saying is not the case because their product is being devalued actively as we go. And, yeah. and university education is becoming more uh, democratized. Yeah. I can, I can speak directly to that because um, like I said, went to school for geography, it was what like a, it was an honors degree and it was a, it should have been you know four years i think i took six and a half to do it right i was playing football having fun and so and that's where i derive a lot of my value from is ironically not the schoolwork and then now sam it's like i uh, you know i'm making my my potential earnings my career path everything is is way brighter and it's solely based on information that i've went out and gathered online entirely independent of any institution i found some dude with an email marketing company 
who has courses. He resonated with me. He's a great, you know, kind of, I bought a few of those and they're just digital products. And then I got in one like live coaching thing with him for like four months. Right. And then I pop out of the other side of it and it's like, well, now I'm the master of my own destiny. I've, I've got this path that I want to take because it's intentional and I'm, I'm steering the wheel here. It's, it's void of any should, like John was saying, right. It's, it's this, and it's, it's revitalized this whole just outlook on life. Right. Because you go, well, you can really just get any level of information that you want on the internet universities universities hate the internet for this one simple thing because it's like you can just go ahead and do anything you want and it's super empowering and i think i think the pandemic really accelerated that and a lot of people realized that that was the case i think a lot of people um but it, it is just interesting so well, you know, also a lot of people are paying a, for a lot of money for very expensive colleges to take yeah, classes yeah. online. Well, you well, know, yeah. like, no, I, right. Yeah. It yeah. begs the question of what's, you know, well, we're Canadian, yeah. we're Canadian and we look at American debt, school debt as outrageous. Like, I don't know anybody <laughs> that has hundreds of, I mean, maybe, maybe, a, maybe doctors and maybe some lawyers, but some lawyers, for, maybe. Yeah. yeah. But for the most part, I don't know any Canadian, regular bachelor of arts even yeah. bachelor of sciences who have hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt and it seems Crazy. like in the states it's like a daily occurrence that all these kids getting pumped yeah. out and now they have to like all right now you have to start not only you have to find a job but hey you maybe you can't get a job paying less with something that you're passionate about because now you have to pay off this enormous well before i got on the call and from the canadian perspective i graduated with about sixty thousand sixty two thousand dollars worth of debt and again would have been much less if I if I would have, you know, taken uh, the the regular amount of time for my degree and stuff. But before I got on the call, I had to wire the government three hundred dollars for my monthly. Right, I paid my rent yesterday, and then today I wake up and I got to say, you know, well, thanks for the student loan eight years ago. Here's your three hundred bucks. I'll do this every single month for the next forever. twenty years. You know, forever. What I mean? That's all. Like, <laughs> forever. So, like I'll talk to you next month. Thank you so much. Um, and. Um, yeah, so I mean, especially in the state, when you hear some of those numbers too, it's like, man, how, you know, and it's the same old, you know, um, you know, poor old me, the 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 disenfranchised millennials, whatever it is, um, it's tough. You know, you graduate with all this debt, and it's like, well, so how are you going to, with the housing market and everything, you know, is that university degree the key? That's you know, it digs you into this hole. It sure as hell should be the thing that is going to help you get out of the other side and it's often not the cost of education has not uh, wages have not paced it at all so right. like you know it's multiples of uh of the value at the end but that's that's a crime of the whole system you know right. like yeah, uh, yeah. so financial like aid and everything else uh that just jacked up the prices but i think we're all saying to the thought of going into debt for this that doesn't make a lot of sense yeah. yeah. So, so Ultimately. John, I look at you as a very, you're super intelligent. So, so is Sam. And I want to know, like, what do you guys think happens? Like, what's the, what's the snapping point and what ends up, like, what's the outcome at the end of it? Once people start realizing, Hey, this BA is worth nothing and they're pumping out daddy, you know, debtors, like what, what, what happens? So I'll I'll take a stab at guessing what the future looks like. This is me prognosticating, as it were. Um, like everything, it, it, a lot of things are decentralizing. And what I mean by that is they're going to be more one-to-one -one in the technology world. So before, like I said, let's say, let's go back even as recent as the 90s. If you had a college degree, it represented four years worth of structured institutional learning. It also represented in a lot of ways, four years of socializing four years of training to be a young business executive who could go to a dinner, who could go to drinks with friends, who could do certain things and had social cultural and sort of business leaning affects that defined business culture at the time. Now, if you look at today where you could start to break down through online learning, through certifications, through on the job certifications, through other forms of validation that you have certain social skills, they have certain actual hard business skills, analytical or science skills, you know, there's no way that they, the university, like any business can, co can combat that disegregation and that sort of more one-to-one -one nature of make your own, you know, path. 
right? Like college could be instead of I'm getting one degree in biology, it could be I have 50 competencies across these science domains that are needed for this line of work or for this career path. And if you look at it, that pattern that's showing up in a lot of businesses and a lot of spaces, the universities aren't going to be able to fight that. They're going to want to for a while and they may be successful because it's so ingrained institutionally, like Mike, with your parents and with most of the, our, that whole generation, which is that it doesn't matter what you learn. You just need that four year degree so you can show all this stuff in a batch. I, I My estimation is in the next decade or so, that's going to continue to be attacked systemically and people are going to be able to buy packets of knowledge in more a la carte fashion and employers and the marketplace will continue to recognize certifications that prove certain bits of knowledge or skills in a more like individual basis, um, because it doesn't make sense. The generalized four-year degree, it's just so ubiquitous, especially now that players have gotten in, like your online Arizona, you know, your, your universities where you can buy a degree and do online courses and stuff. There's so much pollution of the symbol, the symbol of it even. It's, you know, it, I could probably give the same story from a lot of different industries and it's going to be, you know, the same result. Um, if that's, if, if it's tracking what I'm saying, it's going to disaggregate, it's going to become more flexible and it's not going to be controlled. It's not going to be monopolized by a smaller amount of players in the education space that have all this clout, because ultimately we're all just looking for the same thing, which is knowledge and capability. That's my hot take. Yeah. I, I think that there's this, there's this, uh, enough of a percentage of people, though, that that it's just easier to submit to some system or be go into a system rather than be mindful that even in Sam's future state, there'll be some similarities either way, because you have to get over the problem of vetting. Like, how do you vet? Like, like there's very few opportunities to uh, provide someone with a credential that's, that says, okay, you know, I let them work on my rocket engine because they went to MIT. So that was a safe choice, you know, like, so like you need that vetting. And, and that, that's really what the, what college is doing. It's saying this person is at least this caliber, you know, so, but that'll be reproduced in, you know, maybe a more democratized fashion. Um, but then there's also the network. I was around these people. So I come with the strength of this kind of network. I come with the strength of this kind of thinking and frankly, this is of, of this is what's possible, you know. So, like, you, you see people come out of certain programs, do startups, or do you know, like, are successful in different areas. I think it's because they see it's possible, you know. It's just like you know, childrens of actors tend to act or singers, you know, because like, it 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 seems like a possible world, you know. Like, so I I, I think that the the real question will be if the number of people who lead organizations. Uh, go through some other path. So right now it's like CEOs that don't have a college degree are like, I don't know, six, 7%, you know, something like that. So obviously a majority, you know, have gone through that system. They're going to perpetuate that system. Uh, yeah. So you need enough people who not only get to a certain place uh, without having gone through a traditional system, but then in turn, don't fall victim to the same system by hiring only people who are from a particular system. So it's like, you know, like Elon Musk has that quote of like, uh, I didn't go to Harvard, but uh, the people that work for me do, you know, so like right. you could take a lot of different meanings from that, but why is that the case? You know, if, he, if you didn't need to, yeah. you know, he had a lot of education, but yeah. um, so I, I guess I'm just, I'm, uh, uh, I'm, I'm less uh, uh, optimistic, you know, that, you know, things will change. Cause I would have thought with COVID, it would have completely shattered this, uh, the differences in schools, and all they did is they're still maintaining their online system from their school. It's not like anyone's submitting to a centralized system. So I think that'll happen, but I'm not confident that it will then eradicate the problems we're talking about. Yeah. And I want to contribute one more thing to that because this is a, it's a fascinating topic to say where this is going. I totally agree with what Jonathan's saying that this could take decades. And it's just like anything. It's because the players who have gotten big and fat mainly like universities and especially prominent universities, they have a lot of power. Just like, you know, when you get corporations and things that get a lot of money and influence in their environment, even if their products or services don't make sense anymore, they're going to persist for a while because they can preserve themselves. They're an entity and they want to survive. And colleges and universities, they have been thriving for decades with good reputation, good products and services. And now that they're challenged in the marketplace by small decentralized competition, for not like knowledge acquisition, 
it's going to take those small players a while to take them down. You know, now it's going to be like a David versus Goliath story. So I, I think this is where it's going. Like Jonathan said, I tend to have an optimistic worldview, but it's not even that it's optimistic. I think it could take a very long time to get there is what I wanted to qualify. Um, and like, I mean, for me, my, the topic, I may be coming in hot against sounding like I'm against university education. It's more just I'm pro knowledge. Knowledge is the most important thing you can have to enable yourself to be successful and really expand and fulfill your life. But I don't think that knowledge has to be, you know, exclusive. And that's where I'm saying like a university degree and all the stuff we're talking about, it should be available to all. It should be more accessible. It should be something that we don't have to put behind a pay gate or hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of loans and kind of ruin people's lives in certain circumstances. I think that will change. I think it's already under scrutiny and under attack. It's just a matter of, of when, I think. And and the, the part that I think will happen faster is people are now questioning more, like the people are making the decision about paying for college. So parents of kids, you know, or even if you have to take out a loan, if you're going to an institution where you can't question anything, where there's really no actual debate, where it's really, you're not learning, you're being told, this is how you should think. Like that is, that's the crime that's occurring right now in this generation. And I think there are enough people who are frustrated with that part that they're looking for alternatives uh, that I think that'll break faster because I mean, I could just tell you by putting uh, uh, two, two kids so far through college, uh, they went their entire education knowing what they had, to, what position they had to take on every paper to get a good grade. I mean, that is, that's a crime. Like they went through their entire education with major social issues, you know, and major social upheaval without ever having an actual conversation with anybody about it, you know, and, and so, I mean, in like, in terms of the school, you know, trying to sure, generate yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's where you're going to start seeing pushback faster. That will lead to what, you know, Sam was saying. Yeah. Yeah. I remember just to that point, John, I remember I had like a, I was in a geopolitics course or something and I had a, um, um, a presentation where I featured this, this Sam Harris, um, and one of his kind of hot takes on, on one of the like global issues, and the professor at the back of the, the class was just sitting there mortified that like, who the hell is this dude up here, you know, putting this information out into the world. And then wh when the presentation was over, it was just kind of like, yeah, okay. Like, thanks Max. And then pulled me aside after class and was like, Hey, we need to be very sensitive about the type of things that we, and, and I'm by no means like well, political one way or another, but it was just like, Hey, this is, this is a point of view that hasn't been, talked about it was i think it was in like 2016 so it was like during trump's run-up and everything so it was like contentious everywhere all the time um and it's just interesting that like you just said it's kind of like whoa dude whoa like don't like why are you why are you taking things there like yeah. it, it doesn't need to go there that's such an interesting point because it's 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 become a safe zone against thinking you right. know like in other words, yeah. you don't have to worry that yeah. you're gonna have to think here you know, or that any of your pre, you know, preconceptions will be, you know, tested at all. You'll, yeah. You're safe to be able to just think whatever you want to think, you know. Which and, is, yeah, which is crazy because like the school that, that Mike and I went to, it's like, it's like 50, 55, 50,000 students. It's a yeah. big school. So you're like the, the diversity within that place from, from culture to, to politics to everything is just as much as you can imagine. And then for it to be, um, like a lot of universities and stuff now um, kind of in that vein of, of everything is uh, yeah. I mean, that's a whole other, that's a whole other thing of it. Um, and, and uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely a crazy, crazy time. But uh, ultimately what I am optimistic about is I do like the idea that as uh, you know, just uh, we've institutionalized the idea that you spend a, a big part of the early part of your life learning, you know, and that that's healthy. You know, like I just, I, what kills me is that you have, you know, kids who have such passionate positions about things and are so angry about things and they haven't learned anything yet, you know, like, so that that's problematic, but, but the yeah. idea of learning, you know, and, and feeling passionately, like I, I don't want to dismiss that, but I'm saying like, you know, learning is, is, is a great thing. But I think if, if, if you, anybody can break away from this idea that they should be doing anything, 
And if they could start, especially once you get to college where you could do electives and you can learn whatever you want and they could just say, okay, I have this time to learn. And just when they look at the course selection, it's not like I'm learning for something, you know, I'm learning for the future as opposed to I'm learning for right now. Like yeah. I'm learning to develop my, my knowledge right now. And, and I'm going to choose things that are interesting to me. You know, it's like Steve Jobs took uh, a calligraphy class. You know, he has that famous speech where he talks about, and that's why we have multiple fonts, you know, today. Uh, you know, so I, I, I think that that is really, that, that starts somebody off in the right vein, that I'm learning this and I'm taking this class because it's interesting to me. And that's what your, your starting point is. I think that's a beautiful thing. Rather than have to recoup the value of these four years as, right. as, as yeah. though wow. like there is some exchange that you could say this was successful or not. Like, like yeah. I don't even know how you would do that. Or you're 19 and you don't really feel like learning and you're just checking the minimum boxes to get your degree because you think it's going to it's exactly. going to be worth something to yeah. you after. And this is where I guess my my amended statement after this discussion is that your college degree is worth how accurate it is in representing your actual knowledge coming out of school. So like, I think if there's one message I could get out, you own your own knowledge journey. Like you said, Jonathan, what we're really trying to encourage, the, the whole point of the system was that we should have time at the beginning of our life to explore and learn and grow and evolve without the pressure of survival that we had, you know, even a hundred years ago, 200 years, most of human history. And in that time, you have to be accountable. And it's hard for young people sometimes. Mm -hmm. But as a young person, if you're not ready to be accountable to gain those knowledge and skills, then whatever the outcome of that process is, is going to be worthless. It will be meaningless because it's just a, a representation of nothing. Yeah. 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 I think, and you said it, it's, it's tough for younger people to, to, uh, to, to be accountable like that. And I'd say, yeah, just to be, go to school for whatever it is, but just try and be intentional and be mindful of, because if you're intentional on your journey, then, then, exactly. you know, you can make the connections, you can, um, kind of point the ship in the right direction if you're just going for the should right if you're just going for the should then you get spit out of the other side of it um probably in a position to where it's like okay sweet i'm a psych major no, no offense to the psych majors like sweet i got a psychology you know what i mean i got a psychology degree um whatever you know what i mean now i'm just gonna go work at the clothing store with my dad or whatever because that's just what was always gonna happen um if you're going and you're being intentional then you can create the the relationships that can matter for you down the line. Um, you'll get fulfillment from your own journey of doing it. It will negate a lot of the feelings of the, of any types of, of debt or, or anything. And then just kind of a, a side note on that too, is it's still, I still think it's a valuable process to go through, but it might, maybe not for the main purpose that it was like meant to serve. Um, it the crime is when someone finishes college and has not done any of the, the, the thinking that you just said, Max, which is the key, in my opinion, what you just said about being mindful and intentional, not for what other people are saying you should do, but like, I'm granted this time to learn. I'm going to learn and learn how to learn and learn what I like to learn. Like that is, you know, like to me, that sounds selfish, but that's far, that's not selfish. Like right. it's selfish what, what people are doing now, you know, like finding causes or whatever, rather than just looking for themselves, you know, what, what, what they should be doing right now. And, and I'll reiterate the, you know, like, uh, there was a economist, this is going back some time who th there was absolutely no correlation between where someone went to school and later on success, it's zero correlation. This is like some 10 years ago. I forgot, forgot the economist's name, but, um, uh, so literally zero success. So like the concept that there is a path we can take that is guaranteeing wow. success, forget about the fact that you get successful, whatever you think it is, and then you're miserable, like, or potentially like, you know, forget that part, like you don't know. So like to the Steve Jobs, like with a calligraphy, you really don't know what information is going to help you in whatever way in the future. But I can guarantee if you learn how to go of your own volition toward what's interesting to you, that is the way to maximize your future. So I, I love the way you put it, Max. Yeah. 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 No, it's, it's a, um, yeah. And just maybe the, the, the last thing I'll, I'll say on it too, is just from a personal like anecdotal standpoint, what those, you know, 
years represented to me was um, I left my hometown and it turned into this like crucible of for better, for worse. There's just so much growth that happened in that period outside of what should be what was happening in the classroom. Um, just anything, just just life paths were changed, right? I thought I was going to be a football player and that changed on the drop of a hat. Got my heart broken for the first time. Had to deal with eating ramen noodles as a broke student. Um, shot my own groceries. Had to do my own laundry all the time. Keep my room clean. Be friends with like six or seven of the guys I was sharing a house with. And those are all experiences to where it's an extremely precious and valuable part of my life. But when it comes to the piece of paper, it's an entirely different story now. And I think that's the best way to, it was very valuable in offshoot ways than, than what the main purpose was. And and I think Mike probably has a similar outlook on, on the experience. Well, the whole, the whole experience was, was wild. Cause if, I mean, I, I hated school. I was just, I was a bad student. I just, I, the, uh, just my mind was in so many different other arenas that school was just a, a grind. And then to come out of it on the other side, I mean, mind like I was around that university for about seven years and I was, a, I was a student for five and then I worked there for about three and, um, uh, about two and a half. And then just to have all of those experiences, plus coming from a small town, plus living in a big city, that's where my education came from. Um, I was only really in my program because I was such a, you know, I was a bad student. So I kept getting kicked out of one program, put in another, kicked out of one, put in like if in kinesiology, if you failed out, you had to go into psychology and then you got your grades up, you went into kinesiology <laughs> and then you kept failing. You go into, so I was really psych only majors, psych majors are taking a beating in this episode. <laughs> yeah, sorry, yeah. sorry, psych sorry, majors. Sorry, at least guys. that's the case at York. That's yeah. What, yeah but. Um, so by the end of it, I had only been in my program for about a year, less than that, really. It was just like, I decided to have a shift. I was working and then I like, you know what? I'm, I might as well get the degree in what I'm working in. And then I ended up, you know, graduating with that. So it was the knowledge of like being an entrepreneur, being scrappy, being in a big city, being all of that was learned while at university, but it, I wouldn't say it was learned in university. So it, it's an interesting to come out of it and go, well, the actual school didn't really you know, teach me too, too much. But the fact that I was there doing these ancillary things really gave me an right, education. Yeah. But, but think how powerful those four years are or five years or six years, whatever it is, um, because it teaches you like this mindset of my job is something I go to because I have to. And then I live my life, you know, mm -hmm. and like sure, every, yeah. my passion and interests and all that is somewhere else. Like, so like the, the point I think ultimately is the sooner you can combine that in school, while you're in school, the more powerful you're going to be and the more you can manifest later on. So like, I don't, I, I don't want to get into like whatever your specific, you know, circumstance, like, like there, there are situations where people are not doing well. Maybe it's because they're not like, uh, they, they don't believe they can do well or like, you know, it's like, there's a lot of things to learn, but there, there is a point to like, okay, I shouldn't be in college. You know, like, in other words, like that's better for me. And I can guarantee the road the person takes, it, the sooner you get to the point where you're manifesting mm -hmm. and you have the capability to manifest, that's when life can begin. And there's no, this concept of waiting till after college, it just reinforces what you're going to end up doing afterwards. And this thinking of should and the, you know, the life I have to lead and the life that I'm that I want to lead, you know, dichotomy. Yeah. And I, and I would, I would even say like for anyone in school, um, do, like the, the, the fact that you're there is a lot and use those experiences. There's, there's students in my film classes that there aren't, they aren't working in film anymore. They had much better grades than I did, but they all moved home or they, they worked in their dad's whatever. Like they're, a lot of them aren't doing the work that I'm doing now. And they had much better grades than I did. They had better connections with the, with the, with the professor than I did. Right. I would say to anybody, if you're at school, use it for, use it, you know, go to the classes. I'm not telling anyone not go to classes, go to your classes, but at the same time, use it for all of the other things that, that are going on in that, yeah. right? And in even the area. classes you choose, you know, like, yeah. Oh yeah, I, say, right? sure. I, I see Sam's chomping at the bit. 
Well, I was just going to say, I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to give it a slightly another, I'm going to give another hot take, which maybe we'll frame this because I know Mike, you and Max have been talking a lot about, well, there's a lot of residual benefits of being in the university lifestyle. Yep. If you really zoom out on human history and you think about what is this whole university lifestyle from ages 18 to 21 or whatever it is, you know, we're just in a point in human history where you don't have to, as soon as you have a capable hands to carry things around the farm, you just start working and you start living and being a part of the family. There's this awkward space where you can you are an adult now, but if you wanted, you could stay home and still not learn to do laundry and not cook your own food. And like, you could probably chill yeah. at home for till you're 25 or 30 now, because there's not like this pressure right. to survive or to contribute to the family survival. So what the university is in a lot of the ways we're thinking about it is we're just going to create this fake life where we orchestrate a way for get, get kids away from their families. So they have to learn to be functioning independent adult human beings in whatever process that looks like. But instead of doing it by like kicking you out of the house and just making you pretend that you don't have the support system and you just have to go hack it, we're going to kick you out of the house and pay a ton of money. So you live this fake life for four years where you can socialize with other people in the same stage of their fake life. And you get to just learn how to be an adult on your own steam in some ways. Mm. And that's a lot of what you're talking about when you look at the college degree, which is when I walk out of that. It, it, it means that you have a shared life story of other people who went through a college degree. So instead of working in my dad's shop after I became a competent semi-adult, I went and I lived this fake life for a number of years and I proved that I got through the other side and I didn't completely fail whatever metrics they put out to like be responsible and show up and do my job, which is learning at that and, time yeah. without parental supervision. So and like good. that's a lot of what we're talking about. Yeah. Like the value yeah. is just that shared story. And if you're still not ready to go out into the real world, there's graduate school. Oh, and so you can, yeah, yeah, exactly. You could prolong this, and we're going to raise how long you could stay on your parents' health yeah. insurance. And like, that's right. Like, yeah. Well, and that was going to be. If your family has all the money, you can stay in the half life forever. No, really. Or you could take on yeah. as much, so much debt. You know, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that was going to be the play. I, I remember I was at the crossroads. I had plunged enough toilets. I, sw- I swept enough floors, and I was like, dude. All right, I really peaked in college here. Like this is something's got to change. And one of the avenues was, well, I could always go get my master's degree. Yeah, maybe get a PhD. You know what I mean? Because the then that lie. just delays. You know what I mean? And then it's like, well, then my goals are set out for me. That I know I don't need to think about. I need to. I don't need to take any. I'm just gonna go get my master. And not that's you know, masters can be helpful things for a lot of people and stuff. But it is an avenue where it's just yeah, you just extend. I'm just gonna punt. I'm just going to keep punting, yeah, right? Keep and punting. Then, well, because, yeah. because you're not taking – and that mentality is what a lot of people have. They're not taking accountability for the fact they don't know what they want to do. Right. And that's – I hope everyone takes away the theme of this conversation, which is it doesn't matter what life path you take. Knowledge is extremely critical, but you have to be accountable for what you do with that knowledge and, and the acquisition and the meaning behind it. Like I'll – you know, I want to share. I went to the University of Virginia for my undergraduate degree and then the University of Richmond for my master's in business. And it was the most – valuable, some of the most valuable knowledge acquisition I've had in my whole life, hands down. Like, I don't want to disparage the knowledge and I've used it. I've applied it, but I've had to apply it. Nobody wanted to give me, I didn't go to, you know, I could always say I didn't go to a, 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 like there are better schools than there are worse schools than both of the schools I went to. I had to go and wield what I learned and I had to take accountability and I had to use it to build something on my own steam. It wasn't like I just showed up places with either degree or a combination of and said, Hey, I have these so give me something great or like give me a job or tell me what to do. You know, it just it that's just not how life's going to work. And if you expect it to work that way and you don't succeed, then your college degree is worth nothing. Yeah. yeah. And I would say it's on the flip side. It's worth nothing if you oriented everything toward a particular job and you didn't take a, a music theory or, you know, or music appreciation or art appreciation or other things that you really wanted to um, and then end up on this place where you know, you don't know any of the things that you do want to know and you only know the things for something you don't want to do. <laughs> so it's uh, real accountability is where you say I was intentional. I did want to learn these things and we'll see where it, you know, where it leads me to. Yeah. Now I'll, I'll also kind of wrap up from my perspective with a barb, maybe to the parents of the world out there, which is, you know, you talk about this half, this sort of pseudo real life that you send your kids to in college so they get this experience and become adults. If you haven't made your kids do laundry or cook a meal from themselves or learn how to be a, a basic functioning person, there's some accountability there too that we can all take on as parents and say, you know, if I was more engaged, maybe I wouldn't have to kick my kid out of the house and make them learn how to be 
like a, a non semi stunted person for four years on their own before they could yeah. possibly get a job. Stunted, yeah. a stunted person, yeah. or less engaged. The problem yeah. is some of these yeah. parents are way too engaged. Sure. I mean, if they did a sitcom of actual eighteen year olds in college, watching them put like liquid dish soap in the dishwasher yeah. and bubbling the whole kitchen, not being yeah. able to do a load of laundry, not knowing how to cook or pay for things or keep a budget. I mean. It could be a whole nother podcast. There's some yeah. criminal accountability there oh. that I think also could be addressed addressed societally. Sam, we were yeah. so bad in our college house for taking out the trash that the landlord just decided to do instead. No, we had, we actually, we had a, there was a bottle lady. There was a woman who would yeah. canvas the neighborhood and just go in the backs and tidy the garbage bins and take out all the glass bottles for, for I guess, some extra money. So we had an old little ecosystem running there no and it's you know the last last thing i'll say just a, kind of another funny anecdote is it's tough when you're young to to make these decisions to go um and i think you know relatively we're all still young here but um you know you're 18 19 what what should i do for the rest of my life i got um i was part of an interview for the for the football team in my first year and they said well max you know tell us your major and i said oh, i'm a geography student and they said well why'd you choose geography and my face kind of goes blank. And I said, well, I like the planet. And then the, the interviewer just said, oh, okay. Yeah. Anyways, uh, you know, back to, and then, you know, everyone would razz me about that and say, dude, like, why'd you, what kind of answer is that? It's like, well, cause I didn't really know what I was doing. I just, I should be here. So, you know, that was as much justification as I could give this 60,000, $70,000 journey that I was about to go on. Um, so yeah, just 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 try and think about it. Try and be intentional, um, and enjoy yourself too. Though I think if if you are going to make the decision to go, um, definitely enjoy the journey because it's definitely a journey. So yeah, yeah. Jonathan, any last thoughts on the value of it, of college education or college degrees? And it's it's so trite, but it's it's what you make out of it. And yeah. uh, I, as long as you don't keep that worry of. I'm deciding what I'm doing for the rest of my life. Like if you can make it, I'm deciding what I'm doing right now. That's a very good start. Yeah. Well, and that's maybe where I'll end. I thought I was going to be a doctor and that's what I studied for. And now I'm here talking to a bunch of knuckleheads on business therapy. So <laughs> yeah. Thanks, you, know, you just never, you just never know. Yeah, yeah, at least we're not psych happen. majors. Uh, at yeah, at least we're not psych yeah. majors here. Yeah. <laughs> I was a psych minor. So yeah. we'll have words. We'll after. Yeah. Yeah. Those yeah. Psych majors. I tell you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for the the great discussion, Mike Max. Thanks for jumping on with us. Sure. Um, this is a, this is a good talk. I'm glad you were able to share your experience. Um, for those of you tuning in, yeah, thanks for jumping into business therapy. Hopefully, this helped you work through some of your own angst in some way about college level education. And with that, uh, we'll look forward to talking to you next week about our our next exciting topic. <laughs>